Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. My name is Stefanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist, coach, healer and women's mentor. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident, radiant and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, insecurities and anxieties so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it's time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, coaching, mindset work with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman who desires to glow from within. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. This is the first podcast episode for 2022. So, <laughs> welcome. So grateful you made it with me into this year. Today is the 2nd of January 2022 and I'm recording this from my front room, from my living room and I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. It's going to be an incredibly helpful episode, an episode I have been reflecting on for a while to make sure I share with you all my thoughts and value as always. So let me just set the scene for you first and foremost. As you know, my energy always really matters to me and I always want to make sure that my energy matches my words, my message. So I've just had a beautiful dance party. I've been moving my body, listening to one of my Spotify playlists. I have felt called to move my hips a lot. I feel I've had some stagnant energy or emotions in there and you know I've been feeling into my body for a couple of days and the message was the same like move your hips, stretch your hips, release that energy from there. So that's what I've been doing today and I've been shaking my body. I love body shaking meditation and I have set a beautiful space around me so that I am in the right space and so that you can feel it and I can infuse this episode with even more magic. So I made myself a beautiful rose infusion from rose petals from my mom's garden and then I mixed it with cacao, with honey, uh, with uh, organic oat milk and I made myself a beautiful elixir and I've just drunk it so I'm feeling so grounded, so present. My heart feels open and ready to talk to you. And <laughs> I've got uh, a candle lit up. I received this gorgeous um, candle holder for Christmas and it's handmade and it's beautiful. It's honestly like the lights are flickering on my walls right now. It's pink slash purple, more pink than purple, but honestly, my kind of color, as you know, I love pink, beige, white, <laughs> purple, all of that. So I've created really beautiful space around me. I've got a gorgeous flower bouquet just in front of my laptop behind my microphone and I have got my journals out, I have cleared the space in my room, I have got the oracle decks and most importantly I've got brief notes in front of me. So I made 
seven, seven points on my sheet in front of me, seven things I want to talk to you about today. So now you know what my space looks like. I can tell you what this episode is all about. Last year, I believe it was either the end of 2020, like the end of December, or the beginning of January 2021, uh, when I published an episode called 20 Lessons That Helped Me Up Level in 2020 or that helped me grow something along those lines. And honestly, this was such a popular episode. So many of you downloaded it way above beverage, you know, when it comes to... Have I just said beverage? Yeah, I think I have. I meant... (laughs) I meant a beverage. (laughs) Above a beverage. Well, that's a good one. I think this one, if anything, it must have made you laugh. (laughs) Good job I noticed. Imagine I just kept saying like above beverage. (laughs) So many of you have downloaded that podcast episode and I received beautiful feedback for that. And just that episode alone uh, helped me receive new clients. Some of you signed up to work with me after you've listened to that because you felt so motivated to take your life to the next level, to apply those things and embody them yourself. So I was so grateful for all that feedback. So I have been wondering, like, do I record a similar episode for 2021? Do I share the lessons I've learned? And To be honest, when I felt into it, I'm like, some of those things would repeat, definitely, because it wasn't a quick fix scenario. It wasn't like a magical tablet, a pill I swallowed and everything improved. Definitely not. These are things I am still implementing from that episode. They have helped me to up-level again in 2021, so that is still a very relevant episode and therefore I have decided to structure this first episode of the year differently. I have got seven things, habits maybe, could we call them habits, maybe we could, seven, yeah I I think things is like the best way to describe them because they are a little different, they are different from you know They differ from each other. They are not like the same thing. So seven things you need to stop doing to up-level this year and beyond this year. Like this episode is going to be relevant regardless of when you listen to it. So seven things you need to stop doing to yourself. And I have definitely been focusing on doing the opposite of those things. And they are all very, very important points. So I would love to hear your feedback on this as well. So the first thing I want to talk about is that you need to stop focusing on what you don't want in life. And maybe you're thinking, oh yeah, that's a no-brainer. I know that. I'm already doing it. Well, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because from my experience, when I hop on a call with someone for the first time, usually, 
It could be my paid consultation, which is on my website, by the way, if you would like to book yourself in. And that's just a one-off session if you don't know, you know, what kind of program you would like to do with me or you are interested in working with me on one-on-one -on -one long term. So when people sign up for my consultation or, you know, before a couple of years back, before I um, got as busy, I used to do occasional free 30-minute consultations, you know, for women who are potentially interested in working with me. I no longer do those, but I used to do them. So every time I would hop on a call with someone, I would have, you know, different questions. I would ask them so that I know where they at, what they want to achieve, what's their intention for the call and overall just getting to know them because sometimes these are people I've never met before, I haven't spoken to before. So my questions is really how I get to know them and I get to understand where they're coming from. And one of the questions is what is the thing you desire? You know, what is your short-term vision? What is your long-term vision? Tell me a little more about the things you truly desire and want in your life. And then I pause and I let them speak. The thing is, so often they say one, two, three sentences and then they start talking about the things they don't want the things they hate. So I don't want X, Y, Z. I don't want things to be this way. And by the way, if this was you, if this has ever happened to you with someone else, don't beat yourself up. It's happened to me as well. And what I think is really important to notice is that not or knowing what you don't want is also important. Very often when we are in a state of confusion, we lack clarity, it's way easier to point out the things we don't want, the things that bother us, the things we've had enough of, you know, the things that don't work in our life and we want something different. So that's a really good place to be in when you are working out what you truly desire. By looking at the things you don't want, you work out what you desire. Okay, what is it that I want instead then? Mm, that's an interesting question. So you begin exploring all of this. So it's good to know what you don't want because then you can work out what you want. But why I'm sharing this with you and why it's really important is because we so often focus more on what we don't want in life. It's important to remember that your thoughts and your emotions are a form of energy you send out and it will always return to you in some shape or form. This is not to say that you should avoid your emotions or thoughts if they are unpleasant or so-called negative, not at all. But overall, just notice what your focus is because what you focus on is where your energy flows. And this doesn't apply only on focusing on your goals that haven't happened yet, um, but it applies on actually focusing on the great things which have already happened and are present in your life. It's, it's the typical scenario when we, let's say, give a speech, lecture, and we receive, I don't know, let's say 20 incredible positive feedbacks, and there will be one 
unpleasant feedback. Oh my God, that's the one we will give our energy and focus to. And almost like by magic, the rest no longer matters. You know, you guess, I guess you know what I mean. So that's my tip. Stop focusing on what you don't want and start focusing on the things that are already working, the things you desire, the things that bring you joy. Talk about those things. Don't use just the negative scenarios as like, um, as like a way you can relate to someone else and, you know, by sharing, oh, this thing is not working for me either. Also learn to talk about the things that are truly working for you because your words... The way you describe things, you know, every single word in your dictionary is anchoring to a certain emotional state. It's like an anchor. You are almost like highlighting the feelings, the experiences you already have by talking about them. So just be mindful of how you describe life. So my second tip is to stop pretending you are someone else and become more authentic. The thing is, honestly, being yourself is probably one of the biggest challenges in life because of the peer pressure, because of the media and society and the kind of pressure they put on all of us to fulfill their expectations. It's also because we simply want to fit in. We want to be accepted. We want to receive love. We uh, want to be with other people. We don't want to be an outcast. And I've spoken about this quite a lot on this podcast about, you know, how it literally comes down back to our ancestors whose life was dependent on how they fitted into a social circle, for example. If we just go back to um, ancestors who lived in tribes and and their survival was dependent on being in that group of other humans. So if they were an outcast and they would be pushed out of the tribe, like they might not be able to, you know, hunt for an animal themselves. They might starve to death or they might need to go and you know, sleep somewhere else and there might be an animal that could eat them. And then even going back to like medieval times, when you think about it, living in a village or living in a walled town or a city, again, like there were no supermarkets. You couldn't just go and, you know, earn money and then go and buy bread. If you were an outcast and they threw you out of the town, like, that's where the baker was. Now you are in a woodland and you've got nowhere to get your food, clothing, safety, security, protection, and so on. So wanting to fit in and therefore be like everyone else is a big thing. Many of us, um, you know, if you believe in past lives, then again, maybe um, you got persecuted for something in the past life or your ancestors have and you carry the you know, those fears within you. And also it comes down to like wanting to be liked in terms of social media. You know, we've learned that, oh, like is this button and the more likes I get, the better I feel about myself, the more people like me and so on. So that's another thing that I feel has contributed 
to us really struggling with authenticity. So if you are still in your spiritual closet or any other kind of a closet, get out of that closet. Be yourself. Because when you think about it, it's not an accident that people receiving the most attention, love and respect are the people who are most authentic and real. Because there is something magnetic about them, because they feel confident in their own skin, because they share their opinions and maybe they are saying something which nobody else is saying and that's what makes them so magnetic. They are connected to their bodies. Maybe they they simply stand out and they don't go with, you know, the crowds and and that's what makes them so attractive, so magnetic, something radiant or special or charismatic is about them. So that's how we achieve that. We just need to be ourselves because who you are is enough. And we need to remember that you were not given by the universe uh, or God or whatever you believe in um, your personality by accident. You are needed in this world. You just simply by being yourself are contributing to the entire planet. And when you allow yourself to be authentic, not only with others, but also with yourself, because that's the thing, we are often denying our own nature, like even with ourselves, like we suppress our hobbies, our um, passions, the things that light us up, even privately, even when you are not in a social environment. So simply get in touch with yourself. Get to know yourself more. What choices would you be making if nobody, op if nobody else's opinion mattered? What things would you be saying if you didn't worry about what other people think? What clothing would you be wearing if you didn't care about other people's opinion? You know, like these little things, they all add up. So explore who you are and express it to the world. Stop filtering yourself out. We have too many people stuck in their closets, filtering their words out and wanting to fit in, wanting to be liked. And yes, some people might not like all parts of you, but that's okay. That's what we need because then you will be able to find your own tribe. That's another big thing here. You know, if you are pretending to be someone else, you're not going to find the people, your people, I mean. <laughs> you won't vibe. You won't find your tribe as easily because you will be suppressing your gifts and everything else. So the people you will be attracting will be different people, not the people who you really want to be surrounded with. So go ahead, be authentic. Give yourself permission to simply be yourself because that's enough. And this brings me to my third point. Stop trying to belong to places or um, social environments where you don't actually want to belong. And this is a big one. I feel like I might in the future record a whole episode about it, but the belonging won't feeling like an outcast, feeling like you never fit in, is a big one. And for some of us, it um, it is with like 
all social circles like oh I, I feel like I never belong I feel like people don't really get me I don't feel seen uh, people don't make me belong they don't really help me to fit in or it's just with women or oh, I feel like other women they just don't get me I feel like I can't really belong into a circle uh, women aren't honest or they you know gossip um, about me behind my back like the big not belonging wound and honestly I'm not saying any of those things lightly because it has been one of my biggest wounds and a big struggle in my own life because I felt like you know I don't belong doesn't mean I never had any friends not at all but it's like going into new environments it was like oh yeah but I'm not really one of them or even just I think I might have shared this story before when I started studying hypnotherapy oh my god this not belonging wound was so big so big because I'm like oh my god I'm not gonna fit in maybe I'm too young maybe I'm the only one who hasn't done anything else I haven't got any qualifications and and so on and of course I manifested that I was the only one sat alone on the first day like everyone like got together and I was at the back of the classroom all by myself and I'm like oh my god I was right I was right I don't belong here the same thing happened when I started a new um, uni course um, here in England I'm like oh my god I'm a foreigner I don't really belong I don't fit in so all these different scenarios when actually I was perhaps a little different than other people in some way or form um, almost like kept feeding this belief I've had for so many years prior to this anyway I remember going to university in Prague my first year studying German language and literature I'm like I'm not gonna belong there like everyone else is going to be smarter I'm, I'm not part of those circles like I you know so the thing about belonging is that it it is a wound and you are the one who needs to make yourself feel like you belong if you feel and run and play the story of not belonging anywhere um, then it's going to happen you're going to manifest the evidence and you need to remember that it's your brain constantly searching for your beliefs so if this is your belief that you keep repeating to yourself your brain will find the evidence it will be that little comment someone made or it will be the fact that nobody spoke to you in the first five minutes that will give you like oh my god yes it's clear I don't belong here I'm not part of this nobody wants to be with me and so on so there's one thing but then you know because we try so hard and we want to belong we want to feel seen understood we try to belong to places where we don't actually want to belong to and that's a big one because we don't see it it's it's almost like a habit we just want to belong and then we waste our energy on trying to belong to a place where we don't want to be maybe it's okay that these people aren't your besties or it's okay that it's just a work environment and because perhaps these are not my people anyway and I don't really want to belong here I'm just trying to belong for the sake of belonging and for the sake of feeling better about myself because I have this big fear that I don't belong and perhaps if I begin feeling like I belong to this place maybe it will change everything else
And I've also just realized that perhaps I've been be I have been speaking very fast, <laughs> which is something that happens to me when I'm really passionate about something or like the information is coming and I'm just speaking from the top of my head and yeah, and I speak really fast. So I need to slow down. Apologies if I've been speaking too fast. I hope it has been making sense. So just remember that you don't have to spend time with people you don't want to spend your time with and also you don't have to belong everywhere it's also okay to feel like you really belong and fit in into this place into this social environment and in other environments it's perhaps a different kind of a relationship so so just think about that maybe you've tried really hard to make some relationships or circles or groups work for you and feel like you know it's all working there and perhaps it's not but perhaps it's also because that's not actually what you want you are just doing it so that you feel good about yourself and you know your value has never changed it it's not changing based on how many people accept you or don't accept you so that's just a little reminder here from me so my next tip um, I think it's number four, is stop proving your value to others. You don't have to stop providing value, but stop trying to prove it to others. And also um, stop justifying your decisions, your life choices. Stop that people-pleasing pattern here. And it's one of those things like, it's very much linked to what I have been speaking about a minute ago, you know, trying to belong and prove to yourself that you belong there and prove to others that you belong there. So um, it's on the same note, really. Our need to constantly prove to others that we are a person of value is depleting our energy. It's such an energy leak and we do it for the same reason because we want to be acknowledged, we want to be loved and accepted and it usually reflects our low self-esteem. Um, it might not be like your general low self-esteem but maybe in that part of your life or it could be a person that has never acknowledged you as much or a person who hasn't really given you enough attention or this person reminds you of something from your past or of someone from your past who has not given you that attention so we almost like repeat the same pattern in order to receive that acknowledgement and one thing I have observed in my own life is that Proving my value to others can sometimes look like people-pleasing, like showing them how much I can achieve, how much I can do for them or how much I can over-deliver um, so they can see me and they can say thank you and they feel like, oh my God, Stepanka, you are so important to me or you are so valuable. And, you know, it's it's not easy to admit it, but I have definitely seen those patterns in my own life and it's really about looking at our own shadow aspects um, or shadow parts of our personality and bringing it to light and acknowledging that and knowing that we are completely whole, valuable, just because we exist. So don't waste your energy also on 
the show of behaviors and direct that same energy inside of yourself and focus on building a strong relationship with yourself and therefore a strong sense of self-worth. And on the same note, I also want to mention like we also, we also often seek other people's validation and, um, and approval. It's almost like, oh, I need to say this to this person so they approve of me or like we are wanting other people to agree with us or we don't want to make a decision unless someone else says oh yeah you should do this and so on so that's another thing to watch out for and remember like the decisions that come from within are the most important decisions and often the most aligned decisions for us as well and when it comes to your emotions or um, your life experience when you are sharing with other people again check in with yourself am I saying this just because I am seeking validation or is it truly because I want to feel better in myself so my next thing here is a big one it it is something I have written quite a few posts about last year not this year last year in 2021 so I want to include it here as well and that is to stop avoiding your problems stop running away from your problems I see avoidance as a very strong and powerful energy however it's an energy that's that is working against us not for us sometimes we don't look at our problems because it it honestly just feels too painful to um, face it we don't really know how to address it we don't know how to resolve it um, but also you know we often avoid uncomfortable feelings thoughts or um, challenges or problems because we don't want to give them our energy thinking oh if I give it my attention I'm going to attract more of that and you know I know the law of attraction and I don't want to attract more of those things so I'm just gonna pretend it's not there. The thing is by you pretending it's not there you are actually feeding it with a lot of energy. On the other hand if you gave yourself permission to face it to own those emotions, to own those thoughts, to own the problems that are present in your life. Like that comes from an empowered state. So while you might need to look at those unpleasant things and give them some kind of energy, you are resolving them. You are, um, you know, proving to yourself that you can do this. It's not about running away from something. It's actually about facing something. And that's got completely different energy. So stop avoiding uncomfortable emotions. You know, emotions are so important. They are energy in motion. And by you allowing yourself to feel them, you are allowing them to flow through you. So they will... Um, flow out of your body again like it will pass it won't last forever the same with uncomfortable thoughts or patterns which you have noticed in your life you know when you address them they become less powerful they no longer have power over you but you are owning them 
And you know, I am so passionate about this. I have a whole program about this called Emotional Alchemy. And by the way, at the time of me recording this, Emotional Alchemy is on sale. It's a special New Year bundle that I have created. So if you would like to dive into emotional alchemy and learn how to process emotions, how to heal past emotional wounds, how to manifest even when things don't feel always amazing, how to manifest your desires even if you are experiencing challenges like emotional alchemy is your program. We also cover communication, um, emotional channel challenges in relationships and so on. So um, make sure to check out the link in the description box so you can save up to $100 on this special New Year bundle. So face your problems, look at them, you will feel liberated. That's the thing. One once we stop procrastinating, dealing with this problem, this situation, this scenario, you will feel so incredibly empowered. I remember, you know, at the early stages of my business when I was like doing but not really doing my accounting, looking but not really looking at my numbers, not really having an organized system when it comes to finances and numbers, like I kept avoiding it. I wasn't really looking at things properly. I kept putting off hiring an accountant and a bookkeeper. Like, honestly, it was there. But the thing is, even though I was successfully avoiding it for some time, it was still at the back of my mind. I still kept thinking about it and I didn't like that I was thinking about it. So I tried pushing it away and suppressing those thoughts, but it never works. It always comes back to the surface. So this is your invitation to look at the things that perhaps don't work and see what you can do about it. It's not about giving it all of your energy and feeling like, oh, that's where I'm going to get stuck forever. Not at all. It's actually about you stepping into your power and addressing what needs to be addressed. So we are almost wrapping up. I have got two more tips for you today. So tip number six. I think it's six. Yeah. <laughs> Tip number six is stop blaming yourself and others for your problems. Stop beating yourself up for problems in life or challenges for how you handle them. So this is really about stepping into self-responsibility. And this is a huge thing. This is what helps us to step away from the victim mentality kind of energy to empowered creator kind of energy. And while I'm sure you have experienced in the past things when someone did something to you and it wasn't fair, or someone is not supportive of you and there are relationship problems, it is also about us realizing like, what's my responsibility here? And your responsibility is the way you respond. That's literally the word itself, respond ability, your ability to respond to things. So maybe I'm choosing to not have this person in my life. Maybe I am choosing to shift my relationship towards them. And it's really one of like my favorite mottos, if you like, um, like the things, the people, the problems, the challenges, 
aren't the problem. It's my relationship to them that's causing me the pain. That's causing me the suffering. I hope this makes sense because for me this was a huge shift. And the same with my clients. I don't make their problems disappear. I don't make their challenges to disappear. And they don't do this either. They change their relationship towards those things. They change the way they feel in those relationships, in those scenarios. And that's what creates the healing. And this applies to your present presence to your future to your past as well because you know past cannot be changed it it's done and dusted but we can change the way we feel about it we can change our relationship to that part of our past for example and it's important to remember that when we don't have the responsibility we don't have the control so i find it so empowering to realize that oh you know, I'm responsible for this either here. So that means I'm in charge or I can change something and I can make a difference. I can make an informed decision right now. And then you no longer depend on other people to solve those things for you or you don't depend on on life circumstances. You feel way more empowered in your creative powers. Okay, last but not least... Stop giving your needs the lowest priority. You are the most important person in your life and it's high time for you to become fully comfortable with this thought. You are the most important person in your life. And your energy, your feelings, your well-being and your health matters. And if you feel run down, if you feel depleted, if you feel exhausted, that not only you can't take care of other people, but also it will impact your vibe. And I'm not talking about needing to be high vibe all of the times. I'm talking about then, you know, it's felt. The energy is felt behind your words. It is felt behind the things you do. And if you want to make a difference, if you want to achieve your goals, desires, if you want to have blossoming relationships, your radiance, your inner glow matters. It is the biggest gift you can give to everyone else on this planet. And I would love for you to fully own that and give yourself permission to spend more time and energy on looking after yourself. Giving yourself the time and space to unwind, to rest, to do, to do the things that light you up and bring you joy. Invest in yourself. Invest your energy. Invest your money in yourself. Invest your time in yourself. So this is it. This is the end of this episode 7 habits that you need to stop doing in order to tap into your inner glow, into your radiance. So beautiful souls, I would love to hear your thoughts. If you have enjoyed this episode, please let me know. Share this to your Instagram stories. Send me a private message. Comment um, in my Facebook community called New Earth Women. I would love to hear your thoughts. Your feedback is so important to me. And if uh, you would like to up-level 
your life this year and beyond if you would like to invest your time and energy and money in yourself in a way that supports your emotions i would love to invite you to join me and other women women emo within emotional alchemy as a self-study program so you will get uh, to access all incredible modules on emotional healing on emotions on how to process emotions, how to handle challenging scenarios. You will learn how to manifest uh, without things needing to be perfect. You will learn how to hold the vision for your goals when it's really hard for you. You will also master communication techniques, principles, so that your relationships can blossom there is so much goodness within emotional alchemy so it's a self-study course so you will get to take yourself throughout all the modules at your own pace you will have access to all the incredible hypnosis and hypnosis recordings and meditations all the beautiful workbooks and embodiment tools if this is resonating i would love for you to join us there is also a bonus masterclass called emotional alchemy for the cyclical woman and this is where i will be talking about emotional alchemy and the four cycles we go through as women every single month regardless whether you are menstruating or not so that it will be an incredible masterclass as well so if any of this is resonating check out the link in the description box also if you would like to work with me on one-to-one -one, send me a message or check out the link and you can book yourself in for a consultation i would love to support you my current packages you know i have got the consultation which is one of thing or I have got a three months and six month coaching, hypnotherapy, healing packages. These are, you know, deep dives. So if this is resonating, also feel free to reach out and have an incredible day. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review, follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories, or recommend this podcast to your friends. If you would like to receive more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance, and inner glow, then make sure you join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with beautiful rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom, tapping sessions, meditations, and more. The link is the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at New Earth Woman. And if you are interested in working with me, then check out the description box for all the links. Thank you.